Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter. This week, I'm joined by Jake Anderson. How's it going? And Ryan DeGraw. Hello. And this week, I thought, in honor of such gorgeous weather we're having right now, hell has officially unfroze over from uh, the past couple weeks where we've been basically just icicles everywhere in the country. Um, So, yeah, it's getting warmer out, and you know what that means for every person between the age of 20 and till like 150 <laughs> or probably younger whatever just everyone know what that means we're we're breaking out the golf clubs golf season i think is a couple weeks away not officially here yet there's some some of you out there snickering oh we've had golf all year round all right all right floridians stay down there and keep your mouth shut yeah enjoy those humidity hope that's worth it no but it is officially time to start swinging the sticks yes exactly i cannot wait um but the i feel like this year uh in particular really uh showed like kind of shined a light especially for like not like for i guess most of people are in our age group and younger that it kind of showed that golf isn't necessarily just an old man sport not necessarily just some old uppity white guy or whatever just <laughs> golfing away in uh, in his uh, country club or something. It's really a game that anyone could get into at any time. Um, you know, I've we had a ton of uh, times this summer where we played with uh, like all of our friends. We had a couple of outings where there was like what like like four different groups. Oh yeah, groups. It's a game of the people. Exactly. And I feel like this summer really uh, picked up with that because there was a lot more content on social media of people golfing, probably because it's the only time you could see people out. Yeah, I think like, about. I, mean, I think coronavirus played a huge factor in it, too. I mean, like right at the end of like last season when it like happened, like that like spring to summer, like we just saw like uh, he, like way more attendance at like every golf course, every single like weekend than Definitely in years like before. Yeah, you <clears throat> you had to book tee times like two weeks in advance, especially on weekends and stuff like that. I mean, personally, I was like already like hooked on hooked on golf like prior to COVID happening, but like once it did happen, and that was like really the only thing you could do for a majority of the summer. Bars and and stuff like that were closed. There wasn't really a reason to be like going down the shore or anything like that. So I mean. That was just kind of like what we did on the weekends. Yeah, it was a good activity to do where you didn't need to wear a mask, be outside, easily distance. Yeah, exactly. And I think like with that, there's like this thing with that because of that factor. That's what gave such a draw for so many new people to come and start like learning the game. Like, hey, now is a great time for me to pick it up and start working on it. It was great at first too, when uh, it was only two people per group and the tee times were like you got your own cart spaced out and yeah, you got your own cart and stuff like that. Once you got out there, you ba- you practically had the course to yourself, so that was pretty nice. COVID wasn't too bad in that re- in that regard. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but what was I gonna say? Uh, but yeah, that like I feel like there was also a lot more uh, content on social media. I feel like you were seeing because you know, uh, like a couple decades ago. Uh, it's kind of brainwashed people because whenever you watched golf, it was either the PGA Tour where everyone is all very 
formal. You have the slacks and you have to like have like every, very formal like um, ceremonies and uh, traditions yeah. and everything. And then you would have movies. But the movies, there would be every now and then the, the fun person. But everyone else on the course and everyone else everyone involved else is a stickler. was yeah. a set of stick up their ass. <laughs> uh, um, then, you know, Happy Gilmore loosened it up a little bit. Uh, tin Cup. Tin, well, tin Cup, cup was I was before, say. but... Um, What's uh what's Caddyshack? Caddyshack is the OG one, but even then in Caddyshack, it's making fun of it being so uppity. Yeah. So I feel like really, I mean, I might have just recently gotten into the uh, social, the uh, what is it? Uh, no, uh, like golf social media. Oh yeah. Where you're seeing the videos of uh, a bunch of guys that are like thirty beers deep. Yeah. Into the pond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> running over their friends. Yeah, I mean, that was literally a, like a in, like a trend to literally just hit your friend with a golf cart. <laughs> it's terrible. I was I wanted to get to it later, but screw it. We'll just get to it now. Uh, I remember the one time I was uh, golfing with. Uh, once again, Tim Burklow, who I always, I feel like mention every single one of these. Um, but I was getting into the cart and he kept screwing with me and slamming on the gas. Every, like every time I was trying to get into so the one time I had like my one foot in and I was like looking at my phone, not really paying attention. He stepped on the gas and like the back of the cart came through me and I felt like tumbled out of the cart <laughs> and but I could, that hurt like that hurt. And I cannot imagine how it feels. There's some of these. And also I feel like, especially in uh, New Jersey, because there's all like a lot of golf courses uh, by us are very hilly. So they have those, was it the governors? Yeah, the governors, so you can't like top So you can't go top speed down down the side of a cliff by (laughs) us. But in some places, you're watching these videos of these guys going like 10 miles an hour and nailing their friend or 15 or whatever it is. And they're like cracking up. And like, I always laugh because it's hysterical watching someone get hurt. But uh, like you look, you think about it. That guy's probably. Oh no! Like hurt. I remember the one that they finally posted, and then like they showed what happened to the kid after he had like a broken collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like if somebody broke my collarbone on a golf course, there would be a massive lawsuit and a massive beating after that. Yeah. But, but it sucks because the summer too. Because then you're trying to go in, like you want to. There's like swimming and like other. Nope, stuff. not for you. You're in a sling. There's a weird way of me saying it. Like, <laughs> like go to the beach or go to the pool. I said swimming. <laughs> <laughs> um. We but don't judge what body of water you swim in. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't. I didn't specify. I was being better because exactly. for you Floridians, you dive into the the, the bog behind your house, <laughs> the <and> canal, <laughs> catch a caiman or something. Um, that was one of my favorite parts of like, uh, girl, you were there for that round when my golf cart was like the governor was broken and my cart oh, was going yeah. like thirty five miles per hour. It only lasted like twelve holes. Yeah. Now. Then I got to leave it in the middle of the fairway, <laughs> but yeah, it was quite a ride while I had her. Well, that was you also had the other end where your cart didn't have any juice and you started going in reverse. Oh, that, yeah, that was at stop. sunset where I lost my brakes for the last three holes. And then we started like it was a big hill and then we started rolling backwards. And uh, I was like, Tim, you about to jump out the cart and save your life. But I was able to like slow it down and then like reverse it back up the hill and use gravity to slow myself down. A little Einstein we got. Or a uh, little <laughs> Isaac Newton on our hands. Yeah, well, if I didn't do that, I was backing my way into a pond. We could have been on, uh, on a yeah, been Zyre on... Golf or something. <laughs> yeah, not or the school. way I wanted to get on. Maybe a hole-in-one next time. That's it has its own kind of thing in itself. You don't have to like golf, but people will go to golf solely for the golf carts. Oh, yeah. When I was growing up, 
learning how to play golf. Like as a kid, I would play a couple times a summer, maybe um, at a course up in Connecticut. And my dad or whoever I was playing with would always let me drive the cart. Like as soon as we got out of like eye view of the clubhouse. Oh yeah. So like second or third tee box, he'd let me hop into the driver's seat and start whipping it around and i mean for like the first couple years of golf that was really all i gave a shit about i wasn't (laughs) even like half the time i would knock the ball around and then pick it up and just drop it up by whoever i was playing with so i was just more concerned about ripping that thing around like ricky bobby (laughs) yeah seriously that was where like you get the those were the original driving lessons yeah exactly by the time i got in the car with the instructor i was a seasoned vet (laughs) i was like where do my clubs go (laughs) Wow, Ryan, you're pretty good at going in reverse already. How'd you do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like what you said too, though, but like we really saw in this last year, two year, the emergence of so much golf social media, like all these like accounts where it's like made, which just makes like golf look like a younger man's game and like so much fun. And I think that's been a huge draw for it. My Instagram algorithm is like nothing but golf. Exactly. My explore page is just like different like pga shit different like trainers desire golf like people getting run over with carts (laughs) that's another thing (laughs) that runs the whole gamut like it's literally they got everything out there if you could like sit on instagram all day and learn drills and like get actually get better or you could just sit on there and have a fucking laugh i think that's been part of the big draw with the social media thing is like all like the how-to videos and the learning because like that's like it's like anything now you want to go learn how to do anything you just go on youtube or google and type it in how to do this or that and i think that's been a huge booster for people's golf games yeah i mean you could follow a a, like a, a a pro or someone who who like lessons with them will cost you 200 bucks an hour but on their on all they do is post a lesson a video of a lesson they did with someone on their instagram so like you just do it yourself i mean they're not there to to maybe talk you through some of it but it's definitely a big help uh that's what i was gonna say too i feel like just going on youtube actually helped me correct some part of my drive my drive is definitely far from refined but just a couple of things just watching how people set up uh watching the just actually seeing the person that walking you through step by step how they line up to the ball where they position their body over the ball just like that uh makes a whole world of a difference to begin with and actually helps you kind of get along with your golf because eventually i feel like just from playing it enough you get the repetition and you find your swing anyway but just having that starting point is nice opposed to a few years ago where you would either have to buy like a golf tape on like lessons or you'd have to pay for lessons or uh stuff like that like we used to go to golf camp and stuff uh i'm sure you could figure out ways to uh you know like if you don't want to send your kid that's probably gonna half-ass golf camp for a summer and spend like a couple hundred bucks instead you could figure out some drills that you and him could do in the backyard and uh, stuff like that but also on top of the drills and being able to find people getting run over with carts and stuff like that (laughs) uh, I feel I find that uh, it has also made golfers a lot more uh, makes them more like uh, what they are which is a bunch of young guys you know they you have the older guys on tour but even the older guys on tour just on like social media they're very active on social media they're very active and it makes it more uh enjoyable to watch golf you know that's like a fun thing to do on a sunday anyway Absolutely. in the summer you put on golf outside you hang out have a couple of beers and uh 
enjoy it that way. But also now that I'm able to actually not build a relationship with the golfer, but kind of have some human aspect of them now. Yeah, makes it more fun to watch because you're like, oh, this guy's actually really funny. Like, I hope he does well. Or, oh, this guy's an asshole and like completely like, you know, uh, I don't know what you it get is. You form like more opinions about them, like kind of like yeah. other sports players, like basketball players and football players, because like you're hearing their voice more. And I think another part with that too is like with how golf is continuously progressing is the sponsors that come in. Like now you see these guys like decked out in Jordan gear, and you're yeah. like, whoa, I want to dress in golf clothes. And it's just like it's a new and consistently changing game. Well, who's the one guy that has like he's his like sole sponsor is Jordan. His name is it, it begins Harold with Harold Har- yeah. Har- Har- Harold Varner Jr. always has the yeah, sickest. Yeah, he posted golf a video clip. of him like on Instagram yesterday with him like to Drake like a, like a montage yeah. like highlight clip. I was like, yeah, this is sick. Yes, I mean some of the some of the golf apparel out there is like insane. It's like I, like I would wear it out. Yeah, it's cool. So, yeah. like, you see, like now you see Rory wearing like a hoodie, like a yeah, like a quarter exactly. zip hoodie, and like the Tiger shirts that are like just like the little Henleys or like yeah. the like half turtlenecks. Like the style the is sick. Jo- golf joggers are like a acceptable thing. Ricky, like pros have worn those. Like they like shoes are literally you can just get any fucking shoe ever made and just put a golf spikes on the bottom like yeah literally get instagram ads for that it's like where it's like you can just turn a pair of flip-flops into spikes <laughs> but yeah it's not like the knickers and like knee-high argyle socks and like the poofy cap anymore you're not looking like an old scottish with man. your wooden clubs yeah or something seriously like that. it's uh I like, but I kind of do dig the retro look. Oh no, yeah, I mean that'll always be classic. You can't, yeah. you can't ever go. Nick's like, always rocking the retro kicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was I gonna say? Um, but I feel like Brooks Kepka of all people. I love all every single. You you can't really get away with wearing that stuff out as much. But I feel like he always has such nice Nike polos. Uh, like the Nike golf stuff is so comfortable. Yeah, Nike like you is. said, it isn't like you where you have to wear a freaking sweater vest now when you're out golfing or a cardigan like uh, Arnold no, yeah, Palmer. You could, now like, that we just, just sleep saw that. in a golf polo, like yeah. so soft. Thank God the uh, and the Ricky Fowler age is over of dressing uh, yeah. head to toe in orange or yeah. like like a Blue. plum. Yeah. Like a, as I say, looked like a prisoner in all orange. He's yeah, orange, no, he's uh, had some very questionable and fits. His horrible hair too. Yeah. Oh, like, the bowl cut. He's with like, like a, a yeah. He's like an in sync person. Like yeah. he's like trapped <laughs> in the nineties. Like yeah. he is. Like it's terrible. He's Kevin Federline. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was I gonna say? I was just gonna say something. Uh, yeah, the style has improved a lot, and it's so diverse now. Like you said, uh, Ryan. It's just anything really you could think of. And like now they're kind of loosening up the restrictions and stuff for the professional golfers. So in turn, we're getting some better golfing apparel as well. Oh, yeah, like polo um, and like designer brands are stepping in. Yeah. Like it's polo not anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even uh, like the like you said, the shoes, not just necessarily the spikes, but uh, like I'm going to go probably on Friday and get a pair of uh, the Roche ones. Yeah, they're they look exactly like the normal roaches and they look very comfortable and it's it isn't any longer the those multicolored uh, dress shoes that my dad has a pair of those that I always see every time I walk into the garage. But um, my recommendation for spikes is G force. Go ahead and sponsor us. G four. We'd love that. Yeah, we wouldn't mind that. <laughs> All right, that'll be fifty dollars <laughs> every time we say it. 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's like we said, it's now more accessible. It, just because now you don't have to dress up all snuffy either, stuffy and no, poofy. Yeah. And like you can go just, to these like par three practice courses yeah. too. Like you get one of those, and like I'm showing up in like some like sweat joggers and like yeah. a hoodie, and it's just like it's about the game now. The, yeah, the dress code and shit like that is kind of taking a backseat a little bit. It's less of tradition now, more of actually trying to make it a competitive sport. Yeah, and, and like, I'm not showing up for a tournament play. Like I'm just showing up to yeah, like, and we're not country club guy. We're not uh, the country club. Nah. Guy. Oh, this is a <laughs> public no. course. Give me the county course. Yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you have county card availability, go yeah, get I that. Mean, if you, listeners out there, if you want to bring us as guests, we will <laughs> sure definitely oblige. Yeah. But personally, we're we're more of the uh, public track kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Public, go out. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, speakers bumping. Oh, now yeah. I feel like we should get into golf etiquette a little bit. Like, what do we think? Like. Like, I, I feel like a speaker is, like, in today's day and age, like, playing a little music as long as it's not, like, fucking crazy, like, like Three rap, fairways like over, like, too. Yeah, like, where it's, like, cursing and shit, like, uh, overly aggressive music or, and obviously, like, volume as well. Like, yeah. like oh, every group around you shouldn't be hearing it, but, like, it's not, like, like, you should also be able to hear it if you walk out of your golf cart. Like, it's not, like, you should only be able to hear it in your car, like your group should be able to hear your music and like i think that at like a 30 yard radius maybe yeah. i'd say because then it's far enough where it's like if the group behind you can hear it then they're too close which yeah. is like another good reason exactly. to like i like it too because it's like if you can hear my music that means you're just too yeah close back to the fuck off exactly. it has to it has to be a uh very widely uh i feel like it's a very widely like i don't know what the word is uh appreciated uh like type of music for where you're driving past people and if people give you a nod, like great song or something, yeah. then you're on the right path. Yeah, if you're getting some like weird looks when with your playing, maybe it's time to either switch on to a different song Dude, or it's like rethink what? your golf playlist. Golf playlist, uh, I feel like me and Ryan always Hootie and the Blowfish. It's yeah. a classic. Uh, I feel like what like 80s 90s music. Yeah, classic rock. When I'm general. on the aux for golf, it's nothing I wouldn't play in front of my mother. And, like, <laughs> and, like, my, yeah, like, it's like. Good, it's literally just like cl- hits, dude. Like feel music good music that everybody can appreciate, no matter how old, young you are. Like it's just like good shit. And I mean, honestly, like I've really only had like one person like comment on music before, and like we just like lowered it. But like looking back now, like we honestly should have just like gave the guy a harder, a tougher time, and just been like, dude, like, I, like you got to be playing fucking scratch golfer better in my opinion to like be giving like a different another group a hard time about music yeah Espe- unless it's like obviously unless it's like obnoxious and shit like that and i feel like a lot of times on golf courses it's like where it's like okay i'll turn it down because i'm at a tee box and there's another tee box right next yeah, to me it's no, like that's always, like okay yeah, it's common I, sense yeah, like they're I close do, to me so i I'll do turn that it down. without people asking like when we go up to putt and shit like that and i know that there's a another tee box nearby or vice versa we're teeing off i know there's a green right nearby i'll lower the music a couple notches of course like we're all like we're all yeah so the, the aux, the the aux guys got to be a little active and that's yeah. but it's like it's it's the yeah. so easy to be aware of that but yeah. it's it's lake house music it's, it's very it's, nonchalant yeah, like no, good it's, vibes it's out on the boat music yeah, out on the boat music yeah even if you're not what, in our group and you and you are fucking putting and you hear it a little bit it's like it's 
it should fucking help you drain your pot. It's like yeah. Well, well, not only that. How about you just be a normal human being? Yeah. Be courteous. Hey, do you mind turning down the music? You have to be a fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah, and you come make a storm over. Yeah, and make like a scene. yeah. Everyone's there to have a good time, and for the most part, people aren't complete assholes. With like, but it's like people like that, like older dudes and shit like that. They see a couple like twenty year olds on a golf course, and they're like, "Oh, these fucking kids are just here well, to like drink." It's like, dude, like. Maybe let's compare scorecards because I'm probably <laughs> we're probably doing like better off than you, and we're like having a good time while we're doing it. So get the stick out of your ass and learn how to swing. Well, let's somersault into this one then. If we're talking about the not the not to go after the old guys here, but <laughs> yeah, you're old. Yeah, you're old we're on the topic. We're talking about the uh, the anger about the music. Once again, keep in mind, uh, people out there listening. Oh, these kids are probably bumping. We're not bumping music loud. Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, some, some, yeah, yeah, nothing casual music, very casual music. Something you would go into a car dealership and hear, probably. <laughs> um, you want to talk about something that I find unforgivable the old guys that like to golf and take their sweet ass time. Oh, yeah, if it's a busy, if it's a Saturday afternoon and you're holding up a group and you two have two practice swings max, yes. And I also don't like the anxiety of standing on the tee box and I have another group behind me impatient because the dickheads in front of me are uh, taking their sweet ass time, cutting their stogie, having a conversation <laughs> about their 401k on the middle of the green. That's a that's a tee box conversation. That's a tee box conversation. When you're in within 100 yards of the hole, I feel like you got to have small just cut down to small talk bs your way through it then you could start having the conversation yeah again. like the aux guy should be the only guy on his phone don't be on a, don't be on your phone on the golf course unless you're running a fi- like a fortune 500 company <laughs> like just be like texting people say i'm yeah. going out to play golf and yeah. just enjoy being out playing golf for god's sake i don't that's know much to ask. and then like the next big etiquette thing i would say go in the t the probe shop if you don't have one get yourself like a dollar divot uh, tool and repair your divot tool your divots please especially right now it's like we're going to be starting out the ground's going to be wet so your balls are going to get plugged you're going to be making a lot of like dents everywhere just, just fix it that's the only way it helps the course it helps every course of play it literally helps the game in every single way yeah and especially like we're talking about like public tracks and stuff like so not I like any, how you keep to, calling you that. I like how you keep calling it that public track. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they see they see a but, lot of mileage. But like uh like not not to name names here, Meadows. <laughs> but uh like some of these places like get real beat up and I feel like once when you play a course like that and it's already like got some mileage on it, you're less inclined to take care of it and replace your own divots because the, there's already a fucking million strewn about in the fairway and but like, like if you, I don't know, like if you just like get ahead of that, then it won't be as as much of a problem. But I feel like too many courses just like fall to the wayside because like people are just fucking lazy. It's, it's just like good it's practice it's too. It's, yeah, exactly. Like because when you go finally and you do get that invite to a nice pl- nice club or you pay that extra fucking forty bucks and you play like a top of the line public course or something like that, like. You're going to look like a real fucking jerk off if you're out there leaving divots at like if you're the only one not replacing your divot and fixing your like your ball mark on the green and shit like that. Yeah, that just kind of falls into basic etiquette Do yeah. like fix your divots. Don't step in line. Don't talk during people's backswings. Like it's just like obviously there's people that like it's their first time on the course and they're not used to it. But it's just like 
you kind of pick up on around it. And like, if you see, if you're playing with people that have decent golf etiquette, it's like pay attention and learn that too. Other, Cause that's just like a big part of the game. You can't even get away with it with our friends. Usually people like if, if I, if I walked in someone's line, I would get in here full. If you, as you should. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree. But I've, I mean, I knew that from when I was little, just from uh Glen wild greens. Absolutely. Uh, teaching me the golf etiquette, but nothing's worse than like, uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like people don't mind it, but I hate when you're teeing off and you have those people like that are in your group that are just talking really loud. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, that and uh, like I usually like whatever. I'm a very loud talker, as you could tell, as I'm probably blowing out your car speakers right now. <laughs> um, but like usually when I, I'll talk, 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 all of a sudden someone stands over the ball. And then I'll try and be nice and quiet, maybe a couple whispers and stuff. Same thing with putting. From the fair, from the tee box to the uh, the green, everything in between. Wow, I had a nice little rhyme there too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I could I could be like in like a, a golf clubhouse if, if there's any uh, people that own a golf course right there. Uh, I'll take royalties on that one. <laughs> but uh, like tee box and the green, you are pretty mindful of people when they're up to swing. Not saying that I'm chewing someone's ear off when they're in the middle of a chip shot or something, but I feel like there's less. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more uh, sacredness to your tee shot and your putt. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're more spread out when you're yeah, in the fairway yeah, exactly. and in the field. Yeah. Like, you're you get not, out there, you're not really near anybody. It's not like everyone in your foursome's putting the ball within inches of each other. Yeah, like, uh, t- talking about, like, golf etiquette, like, I, the one thing that I really don't hold much, like, importance to is, like, uh, playing from like the furthest man back Like I play fucking ready golf Yeah like, ready golf for sure If you're 100 yards behind me And you're dicking around Taking 45 practice swings And I'm ready to go I'm just gonna take my approach shot Like that's just how it's gonna go uh, Obviously until the green Because then you get a little fucked up With like balls getting in the way And stuff like that But like it, it, for the most part Like it's ready golf Like all the way around And fucking move it or lose it i'll yeah i'll leave you on the previous hole yeah it's just g- like good pace we talk about people like old people being slow and shit like yeah they're definitely the majority but there's plenty of our friends are slow and i've contemplated leaving them in the dust so like they need to figure it out too like if you can be slow at any age you just got to be like cognizant of like you can't take two minutes between shots and shit like that yeah, big time um what was i, I was just gonna oh. I've got another thing, though, too, that like kind of falls into etiquette. If you find yourself in the woods and you're like you're just seeing a lot of golf balls around you. Yeah, that's fine. Like if because like we've all been there where you come, you leave a course with more balls than you showed up with. That's fine. You're in the woods. You see a couple lying around under some uh, some leaves. Go ahead. Grab that ball. But you see one like on the rough that's like questionably in play. Just leave it. It's a golf ball. You don't need it that bad. You could be taking someone else's shot that like someone sliced it from another fairway or something like that. And like I feel like that is like definitely kind of a thing too, where it's just yeah. like I've seen some people like take some balls where it's like that could be in play, and yeah. it's like that could be someone's ball. So well, that's another thing to oh, keep no in mind. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. too much. I have too much like anxiety of the the fear of me picking up a ball and some guy casually being like, "Oh hey, you uh, find a Titleist anywhere?" And meanwhile, it's in my pocket, and I have yeah, to be no. like, "Oh no." Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually had it happen to me last year. I mean, we, it was the first hole, so. Like it was, it was a long par four. We were, you were there, Mitz. It was at uh, 
Hickory Hill first oh, yeah, round of the yeah. year. First round of last year. And um I hit a ball like left side of the fairway, like by the cart path, and I'm looking for it and I find a ball, it's not mine. And then I find my ball, so I pick up the other one because it's the first fucking hole. Like this ball is like <laughs> right by the edge by the woods. So I'm like, I guess like this has been here for a while, like like I said, it's the first hole. Like, I don't know where else it could have come from. Uh-uh. All of a sudden, this guy comes bombing down the fairway <laughs> in his car, and he's like, oh, you see a ball? And I'm like, uh, actually, yeah. And I like, I was like, but I, like, picked it up. Like, I didn't think it was, like, and he's like, oh, he was actually cool about it. He, like, because he probably missed the fairway by a good 80 yards. <laughs> I so know. That's he, a respectable yeah, situation. Yeah, so he was just like, yeah, no worries, man. I'm a far way, uh, far, far way away from where I need to be anyway. So he didn't even like hit. Yeah, from well, that's there. the thing too with it. Sometimes it's like yeah, you gotta I'm, give up on a ball. Yeah, exactly. But like it, like it, I like that position was. I see the guy coming at me. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like I just picked up a ball. Yeah, like, I know exactly what he's coming over here for. Like bad miss by him, but still, like I should have <laughs> just left it. Really, I've well from that. I've I'm not gonna I'm not gonna snitch, <laughs> but <laughs> I I never. I saw that same situation go the opposite direction where hands were thrown on a golf <laughs> oh. course. Um, and, you know, like, also that's a thing also. You don't know who the people are on the golf course uh, because sometimes you're golfing and you have someone like me where I'll completely hook my shot and I don't care. Like, if you pick up the ball, be like, all right, good, then I don't have to at least own up to where I get <laughs> that ball for real. Yeah. But then you are you're, you have some guy who's playing for, like, $5 or some bullshit and he gets all bent out of shape for <laughs> where his ball ended up. And next thing you know... Fists are flying and uh, fisticuffs on the golf course. Exactly, like you, you, it, it's you know, and it turned out that they had the same exact ball. So, there's, yeah, there's no need to it, fight it, on a it, golf be course. Like that, but uh, yeah, no, Jake's right though. I mean, it, it's you find enough golf balls in the woods or whatever. They're not that fucking buy used ones if you're really hemorrhaging golf balls that badly. But like, it's not worth it to risk picking up someone else's and then getting in that fight on a fucking golf course. Yeah. It's like, that's not well, what All you do for. is you just take a casual stroll into the woods. You find like <laughs> 10. Yeah. There that's like, that's different. Woods is free game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, don't fight on golf courses. And like part of like <laughs> part of pace too is like, get a, keep a good pace, but don't hit up on people too. Be smart. Don't hit up on people. I remember we had these, like, when I was, like, I, me, it was me, my cousin, and my dad and uncle, and we were golfing, and my cousin and I were probably, like, 12 and 13, and we had these kids who, they were probably, like, guys in, like, mid to, like, late 20s, and they hit up on us, and, like, my dad and uncle, like, we got, like, we got upset, obviously. The balls landed really close to us and almost hit us, and uh, we, like, yelled back to them, and this was, like, on the 18th hole. And we were just like, we're almost done. Just wait. And then they literally tried to fight us in the parking. They tried to fight my dad and uncle in the parking lot. They were like, what do you tell? You got words for us? They literally said, come at me, bro. Come at me. And I was just like, this is completely not what the game of golf is about. Meanwhile, some 80-year-old man was probably taking out his, like, grandkid and sees that scene in the (laughs) parking lot. Well, that's the thing, though, because uh, it's probably just to kind of send it home here. The last uh, big topic here is drinking on the golf course. That is is a 
ugly monster if you cannot handle your liquor on a golf course there's a way to do it right and a way to do it wrong exactly i for one don't really drink on the golf course i'll have like maybe like a beer or two because i'm bad as it is i don't want to be messing up my game even more i like a little uh, swing lube eight beers is woof. It's swing lube. Beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a casual swing lube like eight Dude, beers yeah, by the a back couple nine. sleeves yeah. my back nine's always better yeah i've, I've john I've, daly uh, grind I've had a couple uh, close calls where it's like I maybe was a little too aggressive on the front nine, drank like four or five like real quickly, and then all of a sudden I'm like standing over my ball on the green, and I'm like, oh fuck, like yeah. I, like I can't do this. So can't read gotta, putts then as you well. Slow down and start drinking a couple waters and stuff like that. But I mean, there's definitely a balance. The hot summer days are tough. Yeah. Yeah, but, hey, stay hydrated out there. Go yeah, get a hot dog at the turn. But, but I mean, at the same time, I I do think like I always pretty much a, depend unless you're playing at like seven in the morning. But like for the most part, I always subscribe to the at least like two three drinks just to get your get your fucking stress level down and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, I get I'm a snap show out there, so I mean, I'm I'm known to to get a little upset. So, I mean, sometimes I need to just calm down. Make sure on your first purchase with the car girl, you throw them a really nice tip because then they make you a priority to, like, come back to if, oh, yeah. if you're in one of those drinking moods. Yeah, nothing you, worse than when you're when you're thirsty and you can't find a car girl. Yeah, you see them two fairways away and you're yeah. doing hey. jumping jacks to try to flag them down. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I was going to say that I have a uh, alternative to that, but it hasn't come in yet. My Christmas oh, present, yeah, my yeah, long-awaited yeah. Christmas present, I that have. ain't coming in. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a driver that was, it was like a fake driver that was like a keg. Yeah, that's amazing. And it would have been awesome because then I could have just brought a solo cup and just made a nice little old-fashioned or a gin and, uh, or not gin, uh, whiskey ginger or something to put in there to keep nice and cold when i'm on the course but yeah if you don't have because a lot of co- like most majority of actually public courses you can't bring a cooler but like you can if you can bring the cart to the uh, if you can bring your golf cart to the parking lot you can get it in there so you can load up your big side pocket with some brews. i was gonna yeah. say that's what the large side pockets were. Yeah, i don't they, even they, know what the, the i only... do that but they get so they get sweaty they get warm yeah well they mean... make i they make i have one too i've, I don't, I've never used it insulated but I have one. They, they make uh it's a koozie. It's like a cooler, I guess. It's like fits like six cans. It's just like a long cylinder, but it's like a cooler technically. Oh, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. those are perfect for throwing in those side pockets. Interesting. Yeah, that's if you. I forget what they're called, but it's just like a six beer cylinder cooler. If you're uh, looking for something on the golf course, that's what you need. But yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, well, that, that's what my uh, my whole uh, story was. It, it's all about. I don't even know what the purpose. I don't even know what the purpose of the actual uh, pockets for. I don't know what golf purpose that big pockets for, other than stuffing as many beers as humanly possible. <laughs> in it. Yeah. Uh, as I just said, that I barely drink on the golf course. I'll There's times where I, I let it loose. You know, it's a clean breakers. I, yeah, I was gonna say I keep weather. a spare jacket or Under Armour in that pocket yeah. too. It's definitely. A yeah, good but why have. would you do that when you could just fill it with beers and it'll keep you warm anyway? <laughs> well, yeah, because then you're running. Hard you're of. running behind it. <laughs> then you're running behind a tree every hole to like go take a tinkle. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's a whole other monster taking tinkles. But there's ladies out there listening. We don't yeah. get into the <laughs> yeah, details of that one. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like I don't know. Like it, that, that's the whole beauty of it, though, because I guess kind of wow, like a nice little uh, like a kids show, kind of bringing it all together. <laughs> Even though you know, there's uh, old golfers, young golfers, golfers that drink a lot, golfers who don't drink at all, uh, golfers who like to listen to music, golfers who like complete silence. But you know what is shared? Pricks. The love of the game of golf. Yeah, if you're on the course, that's all that matters. Yes. So that's. I feel like that was the perfect. I. I don't even want to. Issue another statement or word or anything because I feel like I just culminated this whole thing together perfectly. Yep. Um, so yeah, get get your uh, golf gear ready. Start scratching out that mud from last year out of your uh, clubs if you haven't done so already, like myself. Um, start your drills. Get start your drills. I have. I'm looking at a golf net right now in my basement that is about to be out in my backyard taking cuts, getting ready. <laughs> yeah, grab cuts. your putter a ball and a cup and just start practicing your putting. And my little trusty uh, Alphonse Coco, who's going to be re- retrieving my balls when I hit them. <laughs> Uh, probably before I even get to swing them, but that's life. Um, thank you, Jake, for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Ryan, for coming on. Thank you for having me. And thank you all listeners for, (laughs) for listening, uh, and have a good one.